What is going on, guys? It is DJ Phoebes coming to you live from the Rebel Radio Station on this gloomy Wednesday afternoon. I know I had a hard time getting out of bed for my 8 a.m. this morning, but I hope all of you are enjoying this nice day, staying inside, staying warm. Um, so this week, we are going to be diving into an album by a pretty familiar artist to a lot of people. The name Maggie Rogers is a pretty familiar name and is rather revered in the music industry today. So I wanted to see what the hype was all about and dive into her music and see what, you know, all this fuss is about. So this week, we will be unpacking the Heard It in a Past Life album by Maggie Rogers. So just a little background to who Maggie is and what her music is all about. She is from Talbot County, Maryland, which lies right on the Chesapeake Bay. So she had a childhood growing up in a beautiful scenic area. Um, She is a singer-songwriter, but also a record producer, which I did not know about. And as I was reaching researching more about who Maggie Rogers is, I quickly realized from a short introduction, she wrote about herself on her website. Um, It's very evident that she knows how to put what she is feeling into words and make the listener understand. The way she articulates the bland and the boring reminds me how exciting life can be if you allow it. Here's what Maggie has to say about her songs and all that they have been to her. The thing about songs is that no matter how far away I go or how long I stay away. They always seem to keep coming. And as wild and as unpredictable as they are, I've learned to trust them. I write to feel and sing till I feel a new way. Heard It in a Past Life was an album with a lot of positive feedback from its critics. It peaked at number two on the Billboard 200 chart, and it also made it to number five on the Billboard's Top 50 chart um, for the best albums of 2019. She actually worked on perfecting this album for two years before she finally released it on January 18th in 2019. I saw one one source describe her music as art pop, and I couldn't agree more. The lyrics are really art in itself, but the music that backs it makes you want to dance. So today we're going to start today's show off with track number one, Give a Little. Something I found super interesting about the song was the fact that she was inspired during the time when gun violence was a prevalent issue in the United States. When you let down your guard and begin to communicate with opposing sides, you realize how life can get a lot fuller. The repetition of words of get a little, give a little shows how much Rogers wants to get her point across in the song. At the beginning of this song, you'll notice that it starts off with kind of a choppy beat that isn't very connected or fluid. And um, so that beat starts off at the beginning, and as the song progresses, the choppiness of the song fades away, which I think is done to represent when you give a little and get a little, the walls, represented by the choppiness of the beat, will go away. And I truly believe that everything she did with each song in this album is so purposeful as she took two years to finally release it. No one knows 
Next up is track number two, Overnight. So the beat during the verses in this song really just makes me want to get up and dance around. It's just a simple drum beat, but I think the simplicity of all makes it so enjoyable for the listener. But behind the beat is really a captivating song. The song is all about someone who was never really interested in investing her time and life into a long time real relationship because people are so unreliable and can change overnight. The unreliability of relationships to her never made any sense because why would you want to invest your heart, your time, your life, and money into something that could fall apart overnight. But now, you know, things change. You meet that someone, and you realize maybe this guy is worth dating. So she finds herself dating this guy, and she's pretty into him, but she still understands that this could end overnight, and she's somehow okay with the the fact that everything could just fall apart in a matter of hours, minutes, and overnight. She goes on to say that if she is lied to, she's gone. So if she's not going to be treated right or um, respectfully or have that trust with her person, she's gone. And honestly, I have a lot of respect for her because so many of people are too often allow their boyfriend or girlfriend to step all over them just because they're afraid they might lose the one. But this girl is not taking anyone's BS. You go, girl. I remember way back late night throwback Sitting on the front lawn talking when I lost it And though I lost it I remember you saying you would come back Run back, find me on the front porch like that But you waited So I got wasted And I've always said I'd never let myself
Okay, so next up is track number three, The Knife. This song is definitely a different, funkier vibe um, than the rest of this album, the songs on this album. The bass on this song is a huge defining characteristic of the song, which I think makes it so interesting to listen to because the bass is not always used in this way. The song is all about Rogers and Curry encouraging a group of people to go out and live while they can. Many people get caught up in the constant cycle of wake up, go to work, go to bed. But here, Roger calls people to be, break out of their routine and take charge of their life and have fun every now and then, you know? You can, you can cut back after work, you know, go dance, who knows? She talks about the knife of insight, and I think that this is referring to the pain of reality and how we only have one life and there's no time to waste. And sometimes when we realize that, it can hurt and it's scary, but almost a comforting feeling to know. Since we only have one life, it's all right to cut back every now and then, let loose and allow yourself to enjoy the life you're living.
All right. So track number four, Alaska, was definitely one of the first songs that um, really took off, and understandably so. It was discovered by Pharrell when Maggie was in one of a masterclass that he was teaching. A video of the masterclass went viral, thus introducing the world to Maggie Rogers and her music. I really, 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 absolutely, totally, utterly love this song. It reminds me of like, you know, the opening scene of a movie and it's a girl riding a bike home from school down a street that's lined with really old oak trees that kind of create a canopy. You know what I'm saying? It is a very light and airy song, especially when she goes up into the falsetto during the chorus. It's a pretty easy song to listen to because of her voice, number one, but also the beat behind it is super fresh and clean. It's not crowded and busy like some of her other songs. And one interesting thing about this song is the way she uses sounds in this song. So she actually um, went on a hike in Alaska and put some of the sounds that she heard on her hike into the song. And the song states, I walked off you, which I think is one of the most interesting um, lyrics of this song. So as Rogers is going on this magical hike in Alaska, she's also thinking and processing a lot, you know, how you do when you're on a hike. And as the walk ends, she ends up walking off her past love and feelings she was holding on to.
So now we're going to move on to track number five, which is also one of Roger's most popular songs, Light On. This personally was the first Maggie Rogers song that I ever heard, and this song reached Billboard's number one as it skyrocketed to the top. With this kind of success, there comes a lot of stress with it. When your success is public on a national level, you lose a lot of control and privacy. The song is really displaying the ways that Roger Rogers felt super vulnerable, super fast, as parts of her life became more and more public to the general population. Throughout this song, she begins to realize how this sort of life works. You know, if the success continues to reach out to her, she will reciprocate that and reach out and grab hold of it. But if it goes away forever, she's okay with it. This virtue was previously seen on her song Overnight, and I think the fact that she doesn't hold too tightly on to success and love is a very admirable feature that she has. Would you believe me now If I told you I got caught up in a wave Almost gave it away Would you hear me out If I told you I was terrified for days Thought I was gonna break Oh, I couldn't stop it Tried to slow it all down Crying in the bathroom Had to figure it out With everyone around me saying You must be so happy now
Next up is track number six, Past Life. Now, one of my really good friends, Evan Rains, loves this album. This entire album loves Maggie Rogers, but especially this song. And we are talking about what this album has been to her earlier today before I came in. And I think it's so interesting how albums can really be a time capsule for some people where, you know, you listen to this song and you're immediately taken back to a certain period or time or trip that you took in your life. And this album was the soundtrack to her trip to Europe. So I'm a little jealous that she's, you know, being taken back to her trip to Europe. Um, on as we listen through but anyways so past life is a much slower song compared to the rest of this album and i think this song talks about how change can happen so suddenly and a lot of times in huge amounts you begin to sense that things aren't the same anymore and then you look back and everything you once knew is no longer there she uses the simple yet powerful backing of the piano for the song the way this song is so stripped down shows a raw and vulnerable rogers to the listener she allows the lyrics to be highlighted as she doesn't have any of the distracting, anything distracting the listener from what she is trying to say. As this is the halfway point of this album, I think it was strategically placed at number six to give the listener a break from the pop synth beats that are ever so present in all of her other songs on this album. And she really contrasts the other songs with this powerful, slower ballad. The lyrics are also a very par powerful part of this song. It talks about how daunting and scary change can be. You begin to long for your past life and the comfort of how things used to be. It's so interesting to hear someone with a very light and airy voice sing a powerful ballad like this, but I really do think she pulls it off. Oh, I feel the change coming, felt it in Turning all inside, all inside my 
Track number seven, Say It, is really about falling in love really fast and how scary it can be to feel those feelings so soon, so early on in the relationship. Rogers is having denial that she could be feeling this way about her man so quickly. The song gives me dreamy sequence vibes. The song is her wrestling with all the feeling her wrestling with all the feelings that she is experiencing and not wanting to admit the way she is feeling, but there really is no way. No other way to go about it. You can't hide it, girl. You can't hide it. It is so evident throughout this whole album, but especially this song, how many things Maggie Rogers can do musically. You know, you have the pop, you have the dance, you have the ballad, and then you have the low-key, dreamy sequence vibes. I mean, she can do it all. I really am thoroughly impressed with all of the different sides that Maggie Rogers shows just um, in these 11 songs.
Next up is track number eight, On and Off. So this is what Maggie Rogers has to say personally about this song um, in an interview. And she says, this was one of the very first songs I made. I made it right after Alaska. And the lyrics, in the lyrics you'll see there's a sort of cliche in the song. If you listen, it is actually about emotional stability and being on and off and finding a person that grounds you. I think that's one of the most important things to me in relationship. It's a song you can dance to, a song you can get down to, but for me, there's a lot of heart and soul in it too. So for me, I honestly think this song can relate to a lot of things, even outside of relationship. Sometimes you got to find and figure out the things that truly bring you joy. Um, but you know, in reality and life, things will always come and go, um, bring you fulfillment and then leave you empty. So you got to keep searching and find what truly brings you the most joy.
Track number nine, Falling Water, is coming on next. The beginning of Falling Water really transported me back to those Friday nights at my high school football games, but luckily the rest of the song did not. Falling Water is a breakup song where Rogers is reflecting on what exactly went wrong in her relationship. The unique artistic angle that she used throughout the track is really um, noticeable you can really notice it in the different applications of the symbol of water within the boundaries of the overall song being told. This is a very cool song in the way that she describes her failed relationship um, and compares it to falling water. When water is falling, you can try, you can try, try, try to hold on to it, but it always ends up just slipping right through your fingers no matter how hard you hold on.
So now we are going to end today's album digest with track number 11, Back in My Body. Maggie Rogers talks about this song when she says, Folk music usually romanticizes the road, the journey, but my bo- but my but back in my body tells the opposite story. Many times we don't think about how sometimes songs tell stories, but these stories aren't how life always is. Many times life is much harder for others, but we can't see it because we're so busy focusing on the good parts of other people's lives.
guys. This is DJ Phoebes signing off till next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your Wednesday.